What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. Tonight, November 16th, Thursday evening here, we have a, a pretty good Thursday night football game on here. We have the Bengals and the Ravens starting in about 45 minutes. But hey, for the next half an hour or so, we're going to hang out. Uh, I'll answer any questions you guys have. So please fire them away in the chat room. And uh, yeah, we're going to go over practice reports. We'll answer, we'll answer any questions you guys may have. Um, of course, tonight T. Higgins is not uh, not playing in here. Also, the the rookie receiver Andre Yoshivas not playing. Uh, but overall, both teams entering this one pretty healthy. Uh, good evening to Christian. We answered his question there before uh, before the show. And uh, good evening to Charlene as well. Um, All righty. <laughs> and Chargers or Texans defense? Christian is asking. Chargers or Texans defense? So honestly, I haven't really been able to trust the Chargers defense a lot. Um, they're on the road in Green Bay. Green Bay's offense has, has started to perk up the last couple of weeks and be more consistent. So I'm leaning towards the Texans offense here or the Texans defense, even though it is against the Arizona Cardinals. But hey, I, I, I think I would take I think I trust the, the, the Houston Texans a little bit more than the Chargers. Uh, I just want to pull this up here in terms of fantasy points allowed. Let's look at these numbers here. I believe I, I believe the Chargers are a bottom five defense, and yeah, the Chargers are allowing the most actual fantasy points per game here, so that that's not really good uh, on the road against Green Bay. I, that's probably not where I want to be here. So I think my answer here is is the Houston Texans uh, for Christian here. So he says he's watching. He says he's watching in class. So we have to we have to type in the answer here. So Houston will be my answer. Good evening to Harris. Hope you're, hope you're doing well. Uh, I'm going to kind of read over some of the practice reports here, but hey, continue to pump in your questions, guys. Uh, no Ronnie Stanley, no Marlon Humphrey tonight for the for the Ravens. Those are the main guys that are not playing. Uh, otherwise, for Sunday, you got Christian Watson limited for Thursday today. Jerry Judy was added to the practice report with a limited hip issue. We'll monitor that one. KJ Osborne limited. Uh, this was the one that I really wanted to call attention to because everyone kind of picked up for the most part, I think Kai Chandler was the number one waiver wire guy on a lot of people's waivers this weekend. But Alexander Madison limited in practice today. Uh, now, the, the blurb does say concussed players have struggled to clear protocol within a week of the injury, making Madison a statistical long shot to play. So big day tomorrow. If, if he were to be able to get another limited day in tomorrow and get that uh, protocol passed tomorrow, there's a chance he plays. But again, still. Uh, the numbers and the stats are against Madison. So still hold on to Ty Chandler. And even if Madison plays, there's a chance Ty Chandler may be of use to us. Uh, Harris is asking Joe Burrow or CJ Stroud. Let's look at the numbers a little bit here. Let's go down to the QB spot. Uh, fantasy points allowed to the quarterback here. The Ravens. Ravens are the number one team against the quarterback here allowing only 10.86 points per game. They've only allowed seven passing touchdowns in 10 games, 10 interceptions, just over 2,000 yards in 10 games. That's roughly 200 passing yards per game here. So statistically, this is not a great spot for Joe Burrow. Uh, if we look at the Houston Texans, let's go ahead and type in Houston, Arizona. They rank 25th here against the quarterback here. 15 passing touchdowns they've allowed. They've also allowed four rushing touchdowns. The numbers say to go with C.J. Stroud here uh, as Arizona is giving up about 18 fantasy points per game. And I believe C.J. Stroud's getting Nico Collins back this week. We'll still see about Noah Brown. I'm sure we'll cover his news at some point here. But uh, I think the numbers say C.J. Stroud, uh, even though I still like Joe Burrow tonight, 
Uh, but you have to admit the, the Ravens defense is no joke. And in terms of overall fantasy points, when you combine quarterback, running back, receiver, and tight end, the Baltimore Ravens rank number two. They are the second best defense in limiting fantasy points here. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say CJ Stroud. Gus Edwards or Ty Chandler. Yeah, I was, I was, I've been kind of sweating all these Gus Edwards questions that I figured I would get tonight. I think, I think both guys are in shape to get double digit carries in this one. If I go, let's go look at that because the Ravens, they're giving Gus, uh, Gus Edwards 11 carries last week. They gave Justice Hill two, Keaton Mitchell three. In a game where they were up big, they weren't able to continue running the ball because the Browns made a comeback. But you see a total of 16 carries to the running back position. Uh, I do want to look at Gus Edwards' numbers over the last few days, last few games. All right, so Gus Edwards gets 11 carries, 5 carries and a blowout, 19, 14, 16, 12, 15, 11, and 10. So I think it's safe to project Gus Edwards for 10 to 15 touches in this one here. I, I don't know if we can confidently predict Ty Chandler to do the same. You also have the unsuringness of, um, of Alexander Madison playing. So I think, I think I'm probably... I'm probably going to take the Gus Edwards points here. I mean, 15 for 45 and a touchdown last weekend for Ty Chandler. It's a tough defense that he played against. He did get the touchdown, but man, we just, we don't know really what exactly we're getting with Ty Chandler. I think to me, I'm going to take the the safe Gus Edwards points and, and hope for the touchdown. Even if Gus doesn't get the touchdown, he's probably in the six to eight point range as a floor. So I'm going to, I'm going to probably just take the, the safe Gus Edwards points, Harris. Um. No, I don't, I don't think that really – I mean, I, I usually have a rule where I don't like to play flex-type players on Thursday night football. Thursday night football is typically lower scoring than a Sunday game, um, and you do have a, a divisional matchup, so these games are super hard to predict which way they could go. Um, my, my, my gut instinct is telling me to wait for Chandler, so if that makes any sense to you. I just – the only way Gus Edwards – hits for you tonight is if he scores a touchdown. So if you feel like Gus Edwards is going to score a touchdown tonight, then you play Gus Edwards. If not, you're only missing out about six to eight points. I can't see Gus Edwards getting the ball 15 times for hundred yards. Uh, that's just hasn't been what they, what they've done with him. So that would be interesting to see, but uh, my gut instinct is say, wait for Chandler, but uh, I understand the safe floor of Edwards this week. And yeah, the waiver wire of course is your friend. Uh, I do want to pull up, um, I'm going to pull up the waiver wire in my most important league. And I just want to shout out some players that I think uh, at this point, like I got no more waiver wire dollars in this league. And I just want to, I just want to share some players that I think are worth looking into. And I have this filtered by percent rostered right now, Michael Gallup, maybe, I mean, Michael Gallup is still in a fight with Kevante Turpin and Jalen Tolbert for, uh, for stats here. He did have a spike game last week, two for 70 touchdown, probably not going to add Michael Gallup. He's just too unpredictable. Uh, maybe Sky Moore out of the bye week is worth looking at too. He really hasn't been anything worth starting. He's had one game over double digits all year, so probably not Sky Moore. Maybe Darnell Mooney with Justin Fields back. Mooney did have a nice game against the Saints, five for 82. The schedule upcoming is not terrible. Detroit, Minnesota, Detroit, but Cleveland I don't like, but I'm cool with Arizona and Atlanta. Maybe, maybe Darnell Mooney's worth babysitting. 
Not sure what's going on with Juju Smith-Schuster. Not going to add him. Tutu Atwell, maybe. Um, otherwise, we're getting down here. Hunter Henry is an interesting tight end. Uh, you could maybe stash Rashad Penny. If something happens to DeAndre Swift, we might be talking about Rashad Penny on the waiver wire. Someone dropped Justice Hill in my leagues, and I think that's going to be something you see across some of your leagues as well. We might see Justice Hill phased out of this offense with the emergence of Keaton Mitchell, so keep an eye on that tonight. Um, I'm open to... Um, I do want to mention one name here. Rashad Bateman tonight is a guy that I like. Um, let me go back to the to the Week 10 stuff here. So he's had two or more catches in five straight games, he hopped last week. He hopped Aguilar and Beckham as the number two receiver. So he ran 40 snaps, which was the clear second most on the team, 23 routes and four targets. So may maybe Bateman's worth keeping an eye on uh, at this point here. He could have a nice game tonight if you want to babysit him. Uh, otherwise, there was a, a running back that I wanted to mention here. And it's because Tank Bigsby's just looked so bad uh, that Dearness Johnson caught my eye because he comes out and gets three for 12 as a rusher, two for 28 as a receiver. I noticed one full drive where Dearness Johnson and Tank Bigsby split. And Johnson, like he did all this in pretty much one drive. He was making plays. And if there's a chance that he hopped Tank Bigsby going forward, this is the guy that I would rather have on my bench than Tank Bigsby. So here are your snap counts from last weekend. Dearness Johnson, 12. Tank Bigsby, 10. Eight routes for Dearness, six for Tank. Two targets for Dearness, one for Tank, and then three carries each. But keep an eye on this name, Dearness Johnson. He might be the handcuff uh, going forward. But we can pull up more handcuffs and stuff if you guys got questions. But I'm going to move on here. Uh, David, good evening. Where do you rank feeling this week going up against the Dallas defense? Not sure how Bryce Young is going to get him the ball with that pressure. Um, yeah, the Panthers are making me nervous a little bit. I thought I saw... I thought I saw Bryce Young. Bryce Young was limp, uh, full practice today, but I thought I saw he had something pop up today. But we'll monitor that. Um, let me look at the numbers here because, yeah, the Cowboys defense is no joke right now. Um, let's see here. We're going to do Carr. Okay, so the Dallas Cowboys rank number two against opponent-wide receivers right now. They're allowing about 24 fantasy points per game. Uh, I would assume Adam Thielen gets probably 50% or more of the Carolina uh, passing pie in fantasy points here. So the floor is 10 to 12 points. Let's look at Adam Thielen's numbers actually over the past few games. And obviously the 7.9 is bad. I think this is your, this is your range of outcomes. These last two games here, 7.9 to 10. Um, it's a tough matchup. I, I think you're probably looking at somewhere in between these numbers, seven to 15 points. I don't know if we're, if we're going to get these days of hundred yards and a touchdown anymore. I think those are probably, those are probably gone. Um, Dallas will be frustrating for this offense here. So I think he's an okay number three wide receiver. I don't know if I trust him as a wide receiver too. I think he's more of a wide receiver three. I don't think he's a flex. You still want to play him just because of the volume. Like any guy that's going to get 10 targets should probably be started in fantasy football. But yeah, ESPN's projecting about 15.4 points. I would probably put that more down to 12 to 13 as a floor. And yeah, hopefully we can continue. Just look at his yards per, per target or her per catch. Seven, 5.8, nine down significantly from his 13s and his 10s. He's usually up in the 10s, so we need Bryce Young to uh, to kind of look for him downfield a little bit more. So 
not super excited, but I, I think he's somewhere around wide receiver 25 to 30. Are you concerned with Tua's playoff schedule? That's a good question there, Harris. Um, let's look at Tua's playoff schedule. And it's a tough one. I think we highlighted this. Was it last night or Tuesday night? I can't remember. But it is a tough schedule. They're going to get the Jets, the Cowboys, and the Buffalo Bills. So, or the Baltimore Ravens. If we go look at the fantasy points allowed here to the quarterback position, we said the Jets. I can't remember here. The Jets, the Cowboys, and the Baltimore Ravens. You have the Baltimore Ravens, the number one team against quarterback. You have the New York Jets, the number five team against quarterbacks. And then you also have Dallas, number 10 against quarterback. So it, it's three top 10 defenses in the fantasy playoffs. The good news is two of these games are at home, New York and Dallas. Um, we haven't seen two a play against the Jets this year. That's coming up next week. So we'll get a sneak peek at that. But yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm slightly concerned here. Um, we've seen the Dolphins kind of fade the last couple of years in the second half of the season. So that does worry me a little bit. Uh, but hey, I do like that these two games are at home at least. And the Dolphins have been kind of up and down the last few games here. They've been they've been not as steady to a, only 193 yards and a touchdown against the Chiefs. They played very well against the Patriots, not so great against the Eagles. Uh, and then they did light up Carolina. So uh, I would like to think that this team with a healthy Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen Waddle. They, they should be okay. I would I would think, you know, two is probably in the 15 to 16 point range during this stretch. Uh, but I definitely want to leave him in there against the Raiders, the Jets, the Commanders, the, and the Titans and see if he can battle through this. This wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe trade. If you have Tua Tagovailoa, instead of trading Tua away, it might be interesting to go look for another quarterback too that you can have as insurance. Uh, a guy that I like, for this potential stretch is is Brock Purdy here, who's going to get Arizona. Tougher game against Baltimore, but they get Washington here. So that's like two out of three. That's not so bad. Uh, but maybe maybe look for a partner with Tua, a schedule that you like, and someone that can be easily traded for. Um, so my, my diagnosis for right now is that I don't think Alexander Madison is going to play. I'm going to lean towards Kareem Hunt here. If Madison does play, um, if Madison does play, I still think Ty Chandler is going to be involved. I'm not really quite sure uh, what the split's going to look like. So I, I might lean Kareem Hunt in a game where I expect the Cleveland Browns to have to throw the ball or to run the ball a lot with Dorian Thompson Robinson. So I'm thinking Kareem Hunt is the, is the call here, Harris. Uh, David says he traded Addison last night for Christian Kirk, who sits between Devontae Kirk and JSA and need to. Wow, good trade, man. Uh, yeah, with Justin Jefferson on his way back this week, this is a really good deal. And yeah, you got Justin Jefferson not on the injury report this week. I believe he was out there practicing today, so good news for, for that. Um, and yeah, no Addison or anything here. Yeah, Justin Jefferson limited today. So uh, I think he's on track to play, and you're, you're getting Christian Kirk, who actually is he's the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville right now. He's currently wide receiver 19 in a full PPR format. He had a great game last weekend, 6 for 104. It's a tough matchup here. 11 targets is nice. He's usually in the 5 to 6 to 8 target range, uh, but I think you're buying someone with a pretty safe floor the rest of the way. The schedule there is pretty decent here. Tennessee, Houston, Cincinnati. Tougher games against Cleveland and Baltimore, but it opens back up against Tampa and Carolina. So uh, I, I think it's a good trade here. The players that I'm probably sitting, 
Um, need who sits between Devonte Kirk and JSN? We need two. I'm probably going to sit the rookie. Uh, I, I think Devonte Adams will still get targets. Devonte finally had an okay game last weekend. He got all of it like in the first half, if I remember correctly. But six for 86 on 13 targets. I want to lean towards getting him in the lineup. It's going to be a game where Miami scores points. I, I think Aiden O'Connell can be okay for Devontae Adams, and then you're playing Kirk. So I'm probably going to rest Jackson Smith and Najigba. Uh, but I, I do think Najigba is someone that uh, has been playing well, 9, 12, 12, and 16 in his last uh, four outings here. Even eight points is not so bad, but uh, I think the ceiling play is still Devontae Adams. And this is a good one there from Charlene here. We're monitoring Michael Carter. And uh, I don't think – I think we all know that James Conner is pretty injury prone. At least that's been the narrative around him for a while. Uh, but Michael Carter is a really good receiving back. He might be able to come in and take some of the, the opportunities away from James Conner and be the third down back here. So I like the move here. This is a really good opportunity – to stash a player um, that uh, really nobody's really looking at. So I like the Michael Carter here by, uh, by Charlene. And Hey, if you guys are in super flex leagues, not just saying, if you got an IR open spot, man, stash them. Uh, you could also look at guys like Desmond Ritter. I, I did see a rumor where Ryan Tannehill could get let go and maybe he signed somewhere. I don't know if he would go to the jets for a week or two, uh, but that's definitely interesting. I want to find another player or two for you guys to maybe stash. So there's Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's worth a stash. We mentioned Rashad Bateman earlier. Um, uh, receivers are, are pretty pretty gross down here. But I think those two definitely are ones that I wouldn't mind babysitting. If you guys need any deep, disgusting tight ends, I mean, Greg Dulcich is coming back from IR soon. I don't know if I love that one necessarily. I would have liked to see Jelani Woods at some point, but um, – Daniel Bellinger, maybe he's been getting targets three and three, seven and five. I mean, he's not super exciting, but he does get a handful of targets. And then I want to call shout out tonight to Tanner Hudson. He's the tight end for Cincinnati. He's had nine and 8.5 points in the last two games here. He's been Joe Burrow's leading tight end in targets over these last two games here. So probably not a name. Not a lot of you guys know uh, former Buccaneer preseason standout, but Tanner Hudson I see you. I see you. I'm keeping an eye on this for tonight. So watch for that tonight, guys. Uh, would you consider picking up another quarterback like Brock Purdy to pair him? Yes, I, I think I think that's exactly what I would do here, Harris. Um, and if if Brock Purdy is available on the waiver wire, man, I think I, I think I'd do it. Um, and, and honestly, there's there's going to be games where you're going to want to play Brock Purdy over Tua. I know you probably have that Tyreek stack here, but uh, I want to get Purdy in against Arizona. And I definitely want to play him against Washington in week 17. If you get to week 16, you, we, we can make that decision later here. But I, I think protecting Purdy uh, or protecting Tua and getting Purdy for week 15 and 17 makes sense. I also like this Seattle game here, week 14. Uh, that one interests me, especially if Purdy plays well against Seattle next weekend. But yeah, I think I take, I take Purdy off the waiver wire if he's available. David. Says start one PPR flex Tyler Boyd tonight James Connor Jordan Addison I think you gotta go with James Connor uh, I do like Tyler Boyd tonight but um, if you've missed it earlier in the show uh, we did note that when I look at fantasy points allowed like all together looking at QBs RBs receivers and tight ends 
The number one defense is Cleveland. Number two is the Baltimore Ravens. This is a tough matchup for the Bengals offense. This game's in Baltimore. Again, division games on Thursday night football are usually lower scoring, but I'm open to fireworks tonight. But uh, I, and I did want to note here, the Ravens, uh, they do rank 10th against wide receiver, only allowing about 30 points per game. So, it, I mean, if Jamar Chase were to get his 14, 15 points, that doesn't leave a lot for Tyler Boyd. Um, so to me, I think, and Jordan Addison is nice. Um, Jordan Addison, who do they play? I can't remember who the Vikings play. They're going to get Denver. Denver's been a pretty good defense the last few games here with JJ returning. I think I'm going to rule that out. Uh, whereas uh, James Conner going up against Houston, I believe Houston is, yeah, they rank 18th here against the running back position. I'm going to play the numbers game here. I'm going to play the guy that gets the volume, and that's James Conner. Brock Purdy or Sam Howell in the playoffs. So I'm actually nervous about Sam Howell's schedule quite a bit in the fantasy playoffs here. I, I have him in my super flex league that we're looking at here, but he's going to get the Jets and the 49ers week 16 and 17. I think it's going to take me, it's going to take a lot of balls to be able to play him at New York Jets, maybe against the 49ers here, but I, I think I'm leaning towards playing Brock Purdy. I think I would, for this three game stint, for Howell at Rams at Jets 49ers. That's it just sounds tough. I'm gonna to play Brock Purdy over Sam Howell. Have you seen Pollard? He lost his explosiveness. Yeah, I I think I think the Cowboys know it that that he's lost a little bit of what he had last year. Uh, obviously, these are not very good numbers the last three games here. And especially after a bye week, I, I don't appreciate that. Uh, I do appreciate the volume though. 12 to 15 carries. One to three catches per game. He's getting a good schedule coming up. Carolina, Washington, and Seattle. These are games where we need him to get back on track. So, like, I think, I think there's an opportunity for Pollard to get this done against Carolina this weekend. If you're if you're nervous about Pollard, and I, I think there's very good reason to be nervous about Pollard. This might be one of the last chances you have to trade him away. I, I'm still open to acquiring Tony Pollard because he's the lead back on a good offense. Uh, and sure, he might not be the second round pick that we paid for, but I'm still open to him being a part of our fantasy success. So I'm hoping this week against Carolina uh, that he comes through. Carolina is just not a good team. They allowed 28 for 103 in a touchdown last weekend against Chicago. They let Houston go 25 for 82 in a touchdown. They've been letting points happen to the running backs lately here. So uh, Gus Edwards or Henderson non-PPR. Uh, this one comes down to who has the best odds for a rushing touchdown here, Harris. Let's actually look at the numbers. I, I kind of like Gus Edwards tonight makes sense. I just want to see what Cincinnati. Cincinnati just allowed Houston to run three for 150 in a touchdown. Let's just go with Gus Edwards here, uh, Harris. I still like Daryl Henderson a little bit. He does have a nice matchup against Seattle. Uh, but Seattle was stingy. They did allow Baltimore to go nuts and Cleveland to kind of go nuts. Uh, but we're going to ride with Gus Edwards tonight. Hope he scores for you. And there you go. Pat Frymuth season is back. I think I think he's going to play. They've been extra cautious with him in that hamstring injury this year. Uh, he's still listed on IR, but the fact that he practiced in full means wheels up. I did want to note, too, Deontay Johnson, DNP yesterday, he was – Full practice today removed from the injury report. So I uh, just we're not, whenever you see a guy not practicing or limited on Wednesday, let's not panic on that. Deontay Johnson, I saw a lot of people worried about the finger issue. 
all good to go here. Outlook on Chase tonight. Okay, so um, I've actually been tracking some of the numbers for Jamar Chase. And um, let me see if I can find it for you guys. I have my start sit um, workbook here that I use. Um, let's go to here. All right, let's see if I can pull this up. So here is your Bengals. This is a, a chart that I made here. I don't know if you can easily understand it, but uh, on the far right here is Jamar Chase. He's getting about 44.8% of the wide receiver production in Cincinnati right now. Higgins is down to about 17.68. Tyler Boyd about 24%, 8.49% for Trent Irwin. Now, obviously, T. Higgins is not playing tonight. Um, so when I go to look at the – this is kind of how I determine floor projections – uh, I'm going to go look at the, the points allowed by the Ravens receivers. And again, we note that they are pretty good. They rank 10th. They're allowing about 30 points per game to the wide receiver spot. So uh, if I go back to over here, I have my 44.58 Jamar Chase points. But hey, 17% of these numbers are up for grabs with T. Higgins out. So uh, even if I take the 30 points and times it by the, the 45%, that Chase is getting his floor is 13.5. Now, if he gets a lot of this T Higgins percentage, that's where the numbers could be really good. So uh, I feel good with Jamar Chase getting, you know, 14, 15 points as a floor in this one. It's going to be the big question is, does he get the touchdown to get you over 20? So I, I personally, I think, I think Jamar Chase is getting fed 12 to 15 targets in this one. I think he's do, he's getting his, I'm going to put the projection between 18 and 22 points in PPR tonight. Uh, Monday games are not good for me either. Yeah, well, at least this week, it's something fun to watch. The, the schedule this week is actually pretty decent with the Super Bowl rematch, Philadelphia at Kansas City. I'm excited about that one. And then, hey, guys, uh, Thanksgiving. I don't know what my video schedule is going to be. Um it's tough. Usually I do my Wednesday night stream, but I'll probably be traveling home. So I don't know what I'm going to be doing uh, for streams next week. I have to determine that, but the Thanksgiving slate looks pretty good. Uh, David says Burrow tonight or Sam Howell. Um, I think the numbers are pretty hard to ignore with Sam Howell right now. Uh, again, we've kind of talked a lot about the Baltimore Ravens defense being one of the better defenses. They've been limiting opponents uh, to not a lot of fantasy points here. Let's look at the Joe Burrow numbers here. Um, Joe Burrow going up against technically the number one defense in this scoring format. Uh, last week, Deshaun Watson did get 16. Geno Smith only 2.68, though. They let uh, Arizona get 22, but then you're seeing a 9, a 5. Joe Burrow only had 15 points, you know, back in week two against this team here. Only one player has gotten over 20 fantasy points, and that was Josh Dobbs of all players here. So uh, I must admit it's not a great spot for Joe Burrow, uh, whereas Sam Howell, I mean, we just saw what Dak Prescott did against this team. The Giants had been limiting the quarterbacks here, but I, I think Sam Howell's the hot hand. I'm going to go with Sam Howell. 24, 17, and 30. In his last three games, he didn't throw a touchdown against the Giants in New York in week seven, but I think I think he's going to be between his 18 and 20 points. Can you say Rico Dowdle? I, I do like Rico Dowdle quite a bit. And I did see a quote from Mike McCarthy saying Rico Dowdle, uh, he would like to get him more carries. I don't know how accurate 
or how real that is, but I, Rico Dowdle is a player that, and again, this was garbage time, 12 for 79 and a touchdown. We could see some garbage time in these next couple games here, Carolina and Washington. We, we could see Dallas uh, overtake these teams and get some Rico Dowdle backup duties, but uh, I'm very interested to see if Rico starts cutting into uh, some of the earlier series for Tony Pollard. So definitely keep an eye on Mr. Rico. And yeah, good luck to everyone this week for sure. Uh, would you trade Tua for Lamar Jackson? I think so. Uh, let's look at that Raven schedule here for you, Harris. You're getting Jacksonville, San Francisco, and Miami. I think I think I prefer that right now. And and you have a, a slight buy window here on Lamar. He's only scored 11, 11, and 13 in my scoring format here. So uh, a bit of a dip on Lamar Jackson. I think if if you can swap him for from from Tua. That's a huge boost. And again, I like that playoff schedule. Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami. I want to play Lamar in those games here. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, but anyways, guys, we are at our half an hour. Um, I'm trying to think. Tomorrow, I'll, I'll be uploading a video tomorrow. I'm going to go over my start-sit charts tomorrow afternoon. And uh, we'll, we'll just kind of get all the start-sits ready for you guys. I do have the article ready. If you guys want to check it out, I'm going to probably post it. I think it's posted in the description, but you guys can check out my start sits and see all my recommendations on here. Uh, I will be up or updating it tomorrow. So maybe check back tomorrow on that. So you have that coming. Um, I think we're going to do a, pro a player prop video on Saturday. So if you guys like sports betting and, and some player props, we'll post that on Saturday. Uh, and then this week, we're finally going to do the Sunday morning live. So I'll see you guys on Sunday if you want to hang out and get any final updates and, and things set. And yeah, we picked up Dowdle as a Ben Stash in one league. I really like I really like Rico Dowdle. The other guy that I I'm looking at um, potentially stashing, I can't remember who it was now. Um, keep an eye on Antonio Gibson. He's been bothered with a toe injury. He's missed practice today and yesterday. Uh, if, if Antonio Gibson's out, there's a chance that the backup, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. One second. Uh, the backup in 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 Washington. What is his name? Chris Rodriguez. Chris Rodriguez Jr. Keep an eye on Chris Rodriguez Jr. Because if Antonio Gibson doesn't play, uh, we're we're probably not going to see Brian Robinson play every snap. So keep an eye on that. Rashad White, D Hopper, Rasheed Rice, Flex. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna continue to stick with with Rashad White there, Rabe. He's been the hot hand. I want to continue to reward him with some starts. Uh, if I'm ranking these guys, DeAndre Hopkins, man, seems to be. Um, he still seems to be the leading target guy here, so I kind of want to trust that. But I really like the Rashi Rice opportunity this week. But I think White's my guy. I would go White, D Hop, Rice, uh, pick two. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins in here. And yeah, I'm going to get out of here though for the night, guys. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. We got a good Thursday night football game. Get some popcorn. Enjoy. Sit back. We'll get some drinks. And uh, good luck, guys. We will um, we'll see you in a future video. And if you guys have any questions, hit me up in the Discord. Comment this video. Hit me up on Twitter. All that good stuff. Enjoy. Peace. Mm -hmm.